It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. I remember when I was in school without being hypnotized to bring it back. I remember when I was in school, I thought the most frightening grade to get on a test, a pop quiz, or, or any time was D. D meant you were really sliding towards F. And, meant, and D also meant there were a lot of grades that needed to be improved upon before you would be considered smart. D, when there's a... The earth right now seems to be give, be giving us a D, or we're giving the earth a D, um, which is creating all sorts of difficulties because people are becoming disappointed. And we're not stopping it there. No, we're not saying, that. Oh, wait, no, wait a second. Don't, you know, don't be so disappointed. Remember last week, it was pretty good, you know. And once we're disappointed, it's easy for us to get discouraged. You know the step. Well, I tried that last week. It didn't work. I just, I, I'm not interested. I don't want to try again. So we become discouraged. But the problem is, because we're disappointed and discouraged, it's because we did try to do something that we needed done, and we were disappointed because it didn't work, and now we're discouraged because we don't want to try again, which leads to the final D, distraught. We're just pissed at everything. We're pissed at everyone. We're pissed at the things that we used to believe were blessings. We love our children, but we complain about them more than we treasure them. We, we appreciate our job, but you know, it is a pain in the ass. Because we got ourselves disappointed and didn't steer out of it, we became discouraged, which leaves us distraught. But we need to remember, like we talked about last week, Earth is a human place. And since we know that, it might be nice to free us of the fear of this disappointed discouraged and distraught by knowing that our outpost, this small little planet in the middle of the giant universe, has everything in it and on it that we need to prosper. How do I know that? It, because it must be that way. After all, there's no other place for us to go get our stuff. It's not like we're going to hop in our hop in our rocket and go out and pick up something at the Aldi's on Mars. We can't fly to another planet and get oil or get uranium or any other elements and then bring them back to Earth. That's why we know the Earth is supplied. And here's the great part. It's supplied with the human being in mind. 
Remember, since it's a human place, the earth, it's supplied with the human being in mind. It's not ignoring the lions, the tigers, and the bears, oh my. But they're on the fringe, eating off of the blessings we have because the earth has been supplied for us. Because of that, the earth knows that we, are, we consist of a, of a heart, which is our emotions. We consist of a soul, which is our spiritual link. A brain, that's a mind that can learn. And strength, it's, it's our body to sustain our years here as we travel. With all of this in place, the supply for our entire being is somewhere out there in the makings and the stirrings of the planet we live on. I'm like, I don't know about you. That is such a gracious notion. Even, well, the, every time I go on another diet, I think, God bless the people in 50 years who will not have to sit here and count calories and talk to Weight Watchers because we will finally, once and for all, discover what creates metabolic weakness. Isn't that amazing? It may not happen in my lifetime, but it would be great if I were the last fat person to die on earth. Hallelujah! It's good to be interested in taking care of the earth, but we also need to realize that the earth has taken care of itself for billions of years. What we need to do is study carefully how we can help the earth do its own job and to allow it to continue to supply for us, to provide for us. So I guess the question is, how does the earth supply for our emotions? It does that because the elements of earth are balanced. You're familiar with the old saying, that it rains on the just and the unjust. Our meteorologists may get concerned that we're in the midst of a drought. We're in our fourth month of drought here in this area. But in no time at all, you'll watch the same meteorologist, and he will be discussing how the rain needs to stop because we're beginning to flood. The earth knows how to take care of itself, our job, is to learn how the earth does it. I'm going to say it again. The earth knows how to take care of its job. It's our job to understand how the earth does it. Be at peace. Part of what we are experiencing here in these times, in the weather and in the elements, is climate evolution. It's the, it's the earth doing what the earth has done for billions of years. Don't allow yourself to become emotionally crazy about warnings of dark proportions for those who do not understand that the earth does have the power to heal itself. And if we learn how to help the earth, we will gain the emotional stability and confidence to understand that the earth beneath us works with us not against us. 
I think, secondly, you have to realize that the earth is a stable place because it takes care of us spiritually. I that may sound a little odd, but I, I know it's a, a physical existence. But because human beings have been given the honor of being caretakers of the planet, we can allow our confidence to build that our creator is out for our good. He's not sitting around creating a toxic environment, a toxic environment waiting for us to fail. If we know that the earth is solid and supplied, we don't have to be emotionally distraught because it's going to end. And once we've convinced that once we're convinced that the world is not going to end, we can start looking for clues of God's scientific genius, which put this whole thing together. Once we believe emotionally that we're not on our last legs, and spiritually we understand that the elements are here to enhance our lives instead of condemning us, then we can get our minds right. You see what I mean? Neurotic reactions, mental illness, are often caused by us being emotionally frightened of the future and spiritually unaware of the grace that's been placed into this planet to protect us, even to protect us from our own mistakes. Once we get this and work it, we're emotionally secure that the earth, the earth is here to supply and spiritually, we know that things will come and things will go, and these adjustments will be necessary, and we need to go with the flow with them. We are then prepared to use our brain to learn instead of becoming discouraged and disappointed and distraught. And the first thing we need to learn is that God is science, and science is God. There's no war here. God isn't up there going, oh, my goodness. Have they discovered science? Destroy them. And science shouldn't be sitting around thinking that it invented itself. Yeah, we just came up with this little thing called science. <laughs> yeah, we did it. God is science and science is God. Mother Nature is God. And God works with Mother Nature. And humanity was created in the image of God so that God could use his image to help us in our image every single day of our lives. So these things are working together. These things are working together to bring about a sense of awareness mingled with calm. And when we get that awareness mingled with calm, we're right where we need to be So, because then we're really learning. We start getting rid of our superstition. We chase away our inhibitions. And we let knowledge show us how powerful this planet is and also how beautifully it is fashioned together, fastened and put in place. 
And I guess that leads us finally to our body. Our emotions can be calm and understand that the earth was put together as a human place. Spiritually, we know we're created in the image of God, so what's happening to us is part of the scientific process, part of Mother Nature, and part of humanity. Then we can start using our brains to learn how this thing works and how it works best. But then we end up with our body. Oh my God, we've been supplied well. Even if you decide to be a vegan, all the foods and substances you need are right here. Just right here waiting for your consumption. And if you happen to want a steak, if meat is your order, there are animals available to feed you and take care of you. The sun does not shine too hot, and gratefully the winters don't totally freeze our bodies to extinction. It's a perfect ecosystem. It's even perfect in its imperfections because the imperfections evolve the planet in a direction it needs to go. It's not perfect in the sense that it works without our involvement, but when we, God's creation and caretakers, involve ourselves with science, Mother Nature, and humanity, and we use an intelligent approach, things begin to fall into place. I want to tell you, sweet people, the earth is a human place, and we found out this week, the earth is a place that is supplied well. So the good news is, because the earth is supplied to meet our emotional needs, we can build our confidence to spiritually welcome, to spiritually welcome the mercy and the grace of God. And the better news is, we are granted a mind which can capture the great ideas that make the earth work so our stay here can be longer, richer, and fuller. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.